Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back, my loves, to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter. <clears throat> Excuse me, right, right out of the bat. Clearly, I, uh, you know, what's interesting is whenever you have something kind of really important to say or something that sometimes when you share to struggle your truth, your throat chakra gets a little gets a little funky. So if you ever notice like a, a cough or anything like that when you're trying to speak or that you need to clear your throat a lot, you're like, hey there, throat chakra, I see you. I see you. So um, today... I'm sure that part of it is that we're going to talk about karma in business. And I'm not talking about the kind of karma like, well, you know, I gave to charity and, you know, I, I did my part. I, you know, helped where where I saw the need and not that kind of kind of karma. Um, although all those are really great things and definitely build your auric field, your energetic body. Um, and strengthen it. But I want to talk a little bit actually about the karma as it pertains to your career your and your financial livelihood and your history of it. So I actually, I recorded this podcast already and that's probably why I had the little, little t- throat issue um, because it felt rushed I felt like I wasn't saying what I really wanted to say. Um, and it focused a lot on on the areas that I de- didn't actually feel like you guys needed, so I deleted it. Um, I recorded it yesterday and I'm re-recording today because I wanted to have clarity into how I speak um, to this and share this with you guys. So when you look at your career, when you look at your beliefs around money, when you look at your beliefs even around work, so let's, let's primarily just focus on like work, career. I think job is very different than career. Um, let's clarify that first. Jobs are things that like when I think about, I, when I talk about my first job, I'm like 16, 17, 18, you know, 19 years old. These are things that I was doing to make money that I wasn't passionate about. Um, but it kept me maybe with friends. It paid my bills. Um, it served a purpose. That was a job. Whereas a career is very passion driven, very purpose driven. This is not, this is something that you intentionally work towards and you feel a lot of fulfillment in. Um, now, I, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the singing in my back, background, virtual school guys, <laughs> but um, the, the difference between the two is substantial. So what I do when I help people, um, when they come to me, they've typically worked jobs for a lot of their life and they recognize that they're, they don't feel fulfillment and purpose in it. And when people get to the end of their lives, the things that they say they wish, have, wish they would have done more, I wish I would have followed the things that, I, that lit me up. I want to feel purposeful. I want to feel helpful. I want to feel of value. 
All of us want to feel that throughout our lives. And so that's what I help people do is really find their purpose, find their dharma, um, and then create systems and offerings and things like that around it so they can get paid for their gifts. Whereas a job is usually somebody else's purpose and you're helping them to achieve it, right? You're working in their company. Not that there's anything wrong with that if it really gives you purpose and fulfillment, but it's not something that you actively sought out as like, this lights me up, right? You're really looking at up until this point, what has your feelings been around work? So whether that be job or career, again, we're just going to umbrella it as work, what you do for income, for money, for things like that. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like you're constantly getting screwed over? Do you feel like you really struggle to save money? Do you feel like you're always paycheck to paycheck? Or do you feel like everything's handed to you very easily? Were you born into money? Were you, you know, um, I hate this term, but were you like a trust fund baby? Were you born into wealth? Or did your parents teach you really well about wealth, about the energy of money? And have you been successful in curating a healthy relationship where it's easy to give and take? You spend wisely, you save wisely, you give wisely. And there's always plenty to go around. You feel like that hasn't really been a want for you. Where do you kind of fall on that as far as both work and money, right? Because they, they are separate. Um, and really start to evaluate that. You can even take a moment if you need to and pause and write it down. Really look at how do you feel about money? Do you feel like you have to work hard in order to, to have money? Do you feel like unless you work really hard, you are struggling? And even when you're working hard, you're struggling because you're having to work so damn hard. Or do you feel like you're easily paid for your gifts? Like jobs just kind of fall in your lap. People find you. It feels very effortless. Has saving been a struggle for you? Do you struggle when there is a donation plate passed around? Or do you struggle with feeling like, uh, I don't want to give for myself? I remember being in a space where even though I had plenty of money, I I don't know how to describe it other than, I, I guess a good um, way to equate it to would be kind of a feeling of anxiety or anxiousness around even paying my bills. Bills like the power, like, you know, the gas, electric, like all those things that I had the money to pay. I was making six figures. But there was this dread that would come up every time I would go to pay a stupid bill. But if I was buying things that were like clothing or, you know, like dinner out, like all that stuff felt easy for me to spend money. So start to observe how it feels when you spend money. And here's why. So if you paused it, welcome back. (laughs) Um, Because it's important that you analyze these things first before you move on, because I don't want the rest of the episode to influence some of the ways that you're thinking about your work and money karma. So 
tapping into what, let's talk about what is karma, first of all. So karma is the law of reciprocity. What you put out, you get back. So in the law of karma, though, the quicker that things come around and you pay for that, whether that be good or bad seeds that you've planted, if it takes longer, there's going to be more of a blowback, so to speak. So if in other lifetimes or in other areas of your life, um, I... I actually feel like when we incarnate into this life again, we choose our our parents. Like nobody would choose to come into poverty unless there was a lesson that needed to be learned, unless there was karma that needed to be paid back, right? Nobody's like, you know what? I'd really like to suffer. No, what you would like is some of the lessons that come from it so you can pay back that karma, which leads me to your karma for work. So when you're looking at your career or your job, your work, the things that you're you're doing for your livelihood that give you some type of purpose that you chose to come into a space that you would be utilizing karma. So for myself, it was interesting that I was born into, we, we always kind of struggled for money. Um, and at some point we actually had a good amount of money but it was not well spent, well, well invested, um, and ended right back up, right back where, where we were. And so growing up back to struggling again. So as I observed this in my home life, you learn certain things. So some of that is when you're born into those spaces, you, you learn through the lens of your parents. So as you're younger, you learn how to feel about work, you learn work ethic, you learn your disposition and your um, relationship to money. If somebody was always telling you like in order to have money, you got to work really hard. Guess what kind of a, an approach you probably have? You don't feel like you can make money easily because you've always been told money doesn't grow on trees. You have to work hard to have money, right? So that feels very counterintuitive at first. And so for myself, I watched this struggle, abundance struggle. And so I recognized that I felt like money was always fleeting, like it, like I needed to, um, I needed to either, I needed whenever I had money to buy everything that I might want because it might be gone again and I'm never gonna get it back. I chose that. I chose to witness that because I needed to learn something. I needed to learn, and again, this is my karma. So I needed to learn to budget. I needed to learn to spend on things that I enjoy. And it's okay. Um, I've given the example before in other podcasts, but like there were several years ago where several of my friends were getting new cars and things like that. I felt like, oh, maybe I should get a new car. And what I re realized is as I'm looking at cars and stuff like that, I, I don't actually desire a new car. This was influence from outside. And I had enough awareness and alignment within my energetic body to recognize that that wasn't mine and to back off. And I love my car. It's It's been an amazing car. It runs fantastically. And I'm just, I don't, I don't want the payment right now. I don't, I don't want all of that. And instead of feeling like I should get a new car, I had this awareness of it. So 
what happens is in past lives, in past experiences, or what's passed down generational, generationally to you, um, is this karma. So in, a, in another life, you have maybe mishandled money. So maybe in this life, if you're really struggling to pay your bills, you're always living paycheck to paycheck, there's so much fear. In another experience, you could have made money really easily to the point where you really took it for granted. Maybe you were really frivolous with your money. Maybe you embezzled. Maybe you didn't do good things with it. You were very selfish and very greedy with it. Maybe you went back on promises with like business partners or maybe um, you know, you hoarded it all. You never gave it away. So you have this contraction around money and that gets imprinted and then in this life your lesson would be learn to you know be more wise with your money to give more freely to those in need to be generous but also to learn that you don't have to struggle right like you have to struggle at first because you're like so that you can unlearn all of these behaviors that keep a lot of contraction, a lot of tension in your energetic body. So really look at your career path. And if you are in a space right now where you're at a job and it's a job, even if it's a good paying job, but you hate going to it, maybe it actually causes you a lot of pain. I've actually worked with people it's so interesting that they've you know, been working for somebody else for so long and that they didn't recognize that it wasn't from necessarily sitting down, not necessarily the day-to-day movements of their job, but it was actually a lot of the resentment and a lot of the um, animosity that they felt towards their job and people at their job that was creating this tension within their body and it was showing up as pain and so they've come to me and as we've worked through creating a career for them something that feels purposeful purposeful and they're passionate about all of a sudden these pains go away they're still sitting at a desk they're still you know doing a lot of the same things but their pain is gone Now that's not because of their excellent stretching that they've implemented. It's because they released a lot of the stress and tension that was literally forming inside their bodies. So the physical body is the last place that shows all of these things. So if you are in a space right now where you you think about what you do for work and you, you hate it, It causes so much stress, you bring it home, you lash out at your family, your friends, or you seclude yourself because you're like, I just can't be around people anymore. I don't feel fulfilled. Look at these areas. If you recognize that you have all these other gifts and these talents that you could be getting paid for that you're like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. Like I have all these things I'm good at. Work does not have to be hard. Maybe some of your karma is actually to learn to allow it to be easy. 
allow yourself to be open to receiving when there's so much contraction and stress it literally closes the body down energetically it keeps your auric field your energetic field really tight to the body expansive experiences like a lot of money like things that you know bring you a lot of money so we're talking you know ten thousand hundred thousand a million dollars that's expansive your auric field has to be radiating because the more money that you hold again money is just energy so the greater the amount the greater you have to expand in order to hold and contain it so if you are struggling for money how are ways that you can feel expansive what are ways that you can shift I actually have a few openings right now for my soul alignment accelerator. That is actually where I teach you. We go through and we begin healing your energetic body and creating habits to hold a higher vibration. And then I teach you how to systematize your gifts so you can get paid for them. It's truly fucking incredible. I have a few spots open right now. And it's honestly my favorite program. I love, I, I try to make sure couple every couple of months that if there's an opening I'm like hey put it out there because they get snapped up so quickly because people are like I am tired you know you get tired of going to the job that you hate you get tired of fulfilling somebody else's dream somebody else's purpose when you know that that's not in alignment with your own and again you don't have to be an entrepreneur but there are people who really are even scared to apply for promotions. They're scared to, there's this fear around bringing their ideas to the table about taking up space. And so that's where we work in. Even if you're like, I really love like what I'm doing. I love where I'm at. I just don't love what I'm doing. We work together and it's incredible to see people's pain subside, to see their bank accounts grow to see more joy, more pleasure, more ease within their life on a day-to-day basis. And so then the second thing is your money karma. So the money that and the karma that you're accruing in this life. So talking about money specifically, when you get money, when you receive money, how does it make you feel? I always like to say I it's not I'm not it's not a sale i'm receiving your energy i really reframe that because i always want to be in this state of receiving because again if i'm able i donate i do things to expand my field i want to be open to receiving too there's again there's that law of reciprocity if you're always putting out you know you're always you know giving and things like that you're always spending If you don't actually allow yourself to receive, it literally blocks that flow, right? That's, that's that contraction. I feel like I'm never going to get it back. So I got to spend, I got to use this energy. If you know, again, that it flows easily in and out of you, that you are this conduit, this vessel for which money comes in, you're able to do great things with it. You're able to live a life of joy, peace, and ease. You're able to give freely to the charities that mean something to you. You're able to employ 
people who you allow them to stand in their gifts. Some of their gifts support you in standing in your own. And that's where that reciprocity happens. That's where you're planting good karma. So you want to make sure there's three different um, types of karmic seeds that you can be planting. So the first is um, like a dark seed. So this is when it's malicious intent. Maybe you're selling something that you don't believe in. You don't really care, but you know, you just want the money and you'll say anything to get it. That feels like a sale sometimes, right? That's when you feel salesy and sleazy in business. You don't really care if it's going to be of service, of value. You don't really care if you can provide that transformation that they're looking for. You don't really care if they need this. So then the second one is more like a gray seed. So a gray seed is maybe, um, you know, you know, I believe in the product. I believe in the offer- offerings. But what's most important to me is what's in it for me. So you give, but you give always expecting something in return. And so if we think about this again, in the long terms of lives lived, the longer that it takes for that boomerang to come back around for karma, the more momentum it has. So if you're giving freely in this life because you have the means to give and you don't have this contraction, this tight energy around it, even if it doesn't come back to you for five years, 10 years, maybe the next lifetime, Think about how much momentum it's gaining when it comes back to you. I don't know about you, but I really want to plant some seeds that's going to make, you know, my future life or my future lives easier, which are, brings me to the white seeds. Now, these seeds are with pure intent. These ones are planted knowing that it may never come back to you, but it, but that's Okay. Because when you gave, you gave from a place of love. And so when I talk about, I truly only work with people who are, who have this like, the the heart space is the, the seat of your soul. Um, it radiates, its electromagnetic field is like 70 times greater than the brain. And so when you feel something in your heart space, it already is amplified. So I really only like to work with people that literally it comes from a place of passion. It comes from a heart-centered place, this purposeful place. Because it already has so much more power and energy behind it. It already has this higher vibration around it that's going to move it and bring it to fruition. So when you're starting to look at your work and when you're starting to look at money and when you're, you know, we've talked and other episodes about, you know, your relationship to money and, and um, how it's created is, is kind of the sacral and your career life is in the root. Like, again, this is kind of your purpose. But like what you actually do for a living, that sits in your heart. What you actually do that gives you purpose sits in your heart space. And it doesn't have to be something that brings you any money. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. So you're not technically the breadwinner, but the, what sits in your heart space is raising children, raising good human beings. That is your purpose, maybe. It doesn't have to be your only purpose. But it's important to recognize that when you feel things in your heart space, there is a reason. There is a a deeper purpose behind those things than just, I kind of feel like it. It's kind of an idea. No, it's meant for you. So in this lifetime, 
you want to be accruing as much good karma as possible, listen to those nudges. Don't stay at that job that you hate anymore. Start to build and lay the bricks, the foundation for you to step away from things that bring you discomfort, that bring you pain, that bring you feelings of anxiety and stress. Because we all want to return to our natural vibration, which is the vibration of love. So the further away from love it is, the more tension it creates in the body, the more pain, the more dis-ease. I want you to begin to look at that. And if, if you know what, if you're like, you know what, I feel really like I'm ready. I'm ready to, to make that jump. Send me an email. Send me an email, shalanecarter at gmail.com. You can always also find me on Instagram. Send me a DM. There's so much information that I put out there that is for free. Those are my white seeds. <laughs> so many teachings out there about understanding your energetic field and being able to balance your energy so that way you are open to receiving. You radiate at the frequency of love. This is why you want to heal these, these issues around and balance your chakras that they're, they're in. All these beliefs that maybe lie in some of your lower chakras because it's blocking you from these things. And so if you've learned some of this lesson, there's no need for you to keep learning to struggle. That's the thing is people think, oh, it's karma, like I'm just meant to struggle. No, if you haven't learned the lesson, you're going to continue to struggle. But if you've learned the lesson and you've integrated that healing, you can then move from it. And you can move from it in this life. So I'm sending you so, so much love. And I hope that this really resonated with you. If it did or you had any aha moments, please take a screenshot of you listening, share it to your Instagram and tag me at Shalane Carter. I love hearing from you guys. I'm also currently have five openings for the soul alignment accelerator so if you are ready to step away from things that are creating dis-ease or pain um, and you're ready to step into your purpose please reach out let's get uh let's get together and, and kind of chat about some of the transformation that you're looking to have and how you're wanting to evolve um, not just your your life but your purpose your purpose on this earth so i love you sending you a big hug cheers